What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. But a weekly podcast. Uh, at least now we're, we're back to being weekly with yeah. uh, Terence and I from Ministry of Funny, where we talk about stuff that's been on our heads the past week. Normally, more, I mean, the general format is we talk about one thing that is more serious, yep. one thing that is more goofy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the serious thing ends up being goofy. Sometimes the goofy thing becomes ends up being serious. Yeah. But uh, it's just basic, basically us just vomiting our thoughts. Uh. Uh, I wouldn't say vomiting. Okay, right? vomiting it, has, yeah. it has to go through a bit of processing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, just to let everyone know, we do spend an inordinate amount of time thinking of what to talk about. So it's not just... A lot of people have this perception that you just pick up a microphone and rec- start recording yourselves talking. And <laughs> it's not the case. Uh, there's a lot of research and thought that goes into it. So this is called about. damage control. Uh. I say something stupid and Terrence cleans up the mess. Yeah, absolutely. A and weekly occurrence. And it's actually... <laughs> so, I mean, I also defend ourselves because I know that our podcast is more than just two random people talking. Uh, that and, is true. And why is that so? Huh? Uh, because, I mean, so generally the process is, just to let you all know, is that we actively... Uh, keep a lookout for stories in the past few days that seem to almost be polarizing. The more polarizing, the better, because that's where we can share our thoughts. Hopefully, kind of offer viewpoints that might be might be different from than from what you hear on mainstream media. And then on the day itself, we kind of throw uh, uh bounce them off each other, and then we select the ones that tickle our fancy most. Yeah. So actually, what I was trying to ask or get at is, uh, uh there was a message that was sent to us via Instagram mm. just last week yeah. uh, from a very uh, a very concerned uh, listener of our podcast who responded to our story that our podcast is back with a very happy uh, very happy message. He says, I quote, Finally, you guys, been waiting to for quite some time. I work on a ship away from home and your podcasts help. This is from uh, Pravin, son of Gov. Uh, a message from him and so this is a big shout out to him because it was just very for me when I saw the message it was just really uh, touching to know that you know someone is actually he actually listens to our podcast as a way for him to you know stay in touch with Singapore from where he is on a ship far away from home yeah and I mean because last week it was our first podcast and after like I think a month and a half or two, two months two off months, yeah. uh, while we were filming our TV show Called she's a terrorist and I love her coming up coming to you coming to screens in January 20, 2020. Yeah. But yeah, after 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 that, it was nice to nice to see that. Oh shit! And a few other people messages as well. Yeah. So good to be back. Yeah, and we actually had even released a vi- YouTube video this this week. <laughs> yeah. An awesome YouTube video yesterday. Yeah. Uh, go check it out on our channel. Yeah. So to all the people who are wondering what the hell are we blabbering about before we get into the meat of the podcast, what is the topic for today, Terence? Uh, it's actually uh, based on a story, something that happened two weeks ago. Uh, basically, two weeks ago, on a regular... Today is what day? Friday, right? Yeah. I think on a... On, it was on a Thursday, November 1st. There was a 46-year-old man who was suddenly... He was caught taking upskirt videos at Little India MRT Station. And he, he was caught by a bunch of uh, other passers-by completely civilians, you know, not policemen. And he started running and he ran out of the MRT. He ran all the way down around the estate about 500 meters away and he was finally apprehended by a couple of uh, very concerned uh, citizens uh, who who proceeded to pin him to the ground and they called the police. And while waiting for the police to arrive, the 46-year-old man started vomiting 
and started showing signs of, of distress. And by the time the police arrived, he was dead. He stopped breathing. He was dead. Dead, yeah. yeah. Dead, so, what the fuck, man? So, the, by a twist of fate, these, there is a possibility now that the five people who were involved, the five civilians, five passers-by, who uh, thought they were doing a good deed, um, and they thought they were catching a you know, upskirt, uh, upskirt suspect or whatnot, they might be charged with uh, certain, charged with, what do you call it, causing a man's death through negligence. Wow. And like when Terence first told me about this, I was like, I mean, I was a bit skeptical, but then when I googled it, there's, a, there's articles that just show a photo of the guy lying face down and people surrounding him. Like literally, that's how he died. Yeah. And they yeah. don't know, I think there's no details on what exactly happened. I don't think they were violent. No. I yeah. think, I mean, giving them the benefit of the doubt, maybe they were just really pinning him down, uh, seeing that he committed a crime yeah. and he fucking died. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is that uh, they claim that they weren't pinning, uh, choking him or anything. Uh, but the, what, the, the slight gray, gray area that they waded into was this thing called a citizen's arrest. Which apparently, uh, when, you've, when you check it out, and as defined by some lawyers who were interviewed, uh, citizen's arrest is when you, uh, when you catch someone doing a crime that is a, a non-bailable offense, say like kidnap, rape, or murder, then you, and you proceed to apprehend and arrest them and, and call for the police and wait for them to arrive. That's okay. That's a citizen's arrest. But when it's a bailable offense, which apparently taking upskirt videos or upskirt photos is, then it's a lot. It's a bit more of a grey area as to whether you have a right to make an arrest like that. You see. So this one is is crazy because you first on the first hand you get you 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 have to consider okay are these people making a citizen's arrest yeah. because the offence upskirt pic- pictures like you said not bailable yeah. but then on the flip side what if sorry it's bailable it's bailable, it's bailable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean if you look that the penal code actually says in addition to murder uh, rape or kidnapping theft is also a non bailable offence oh really theft. What theft. the fuck? Like you theft, you steal chopsticks from a Chinese restaurant. Shoplifting, uh, it means. Yeah. yeah. So, so in those cases, if these five good Samaritans are like a, 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 a pin someone down and then he died, are yeah. they innocent? Uh. So it's like a fucking whole grey area. And if you just Google citizens arrest, the Wikipedia article, every different con- every country has their own set of laws. Yeah. Uh, in the US, every state has their own set of laws uh, about what um, crimes permit citizens arrest. So, holy shit, it never occurred to me. Because you always hear yeah. CSI, you know, people get doxxed. Uh, for those people over 35, doxxed is when the internet digs up your info and just puts it on online. And then lets people harass you. Yeah, so now you can say the word in front of your nephews and nieces and, and sound cool. But yeah, yeah we, I always thought that's the worst that the internet can do. Uh, you know, pay slip and all this shit. Fucking this one, like, it's ultimately people doing like a physical version of internet CSI, taking yeah. the law into their own hands. And on one hand, trying to do a good job, but on the other hand, fucking mistakenly killing someone. Can you imagine the people, the five people, here they were, you know, like walking, uh, and then they see some guy taking an upskirt, and they just think of all the stories of all the upskirts photos yeah. that have been taken, and they want to do something good. Yeah. And they upend this guy, probably like, the five of them were thinking, fuck, we're going to be heroes. Then the guy dies. Yeah, they probably thought they were going to get a medal of commendation yeah. from the police or something. What the fuck? And man? now they're going to be charged. <laughs> from like, I mean, holy shit. We, 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 we're trying not to laugh, but because it is a very stressful situation for these guys. But can you imagine what's going through their minds right now? La? Yeah, and then on one hand, uh, I think the, 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 there was some talk about putting in Samaritan laws, like things you cannot, can or cannot do. So then, like, it's one of those things that shit, next time if you see someone 
uh, in trouble. Yeah. If you really have all these things in uh, like to think about, would you help? Would you not help? And sometimes it's a is a is a matter of life and death within seconds. Uh, yeah. Right. Would you or would not? Would you not help? So how 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 are they going to deal with this case, man? I would. Should it be a blanket? No, you cannot help. Everything. Just call the police. Yeah. But if someone is getting like fucking bashed to death. What you just gonna wait and let that happen? Yeah, maybe. I mean, bash to death. You could still. I guess you could still make an argument that there's an intention of murder somewhere there, like You know, so when someone's bashing someone. But it reminds me of a story. I, I there was one time I was outside Zouk when I was in my younger days, and I saw this man outside arguing with his girlfriend, and then like he was just walking outside the the hotel, you know, at the old Zouk, the Jakim Street there, mm. and then suddenly he started like slapping his girlfriend not on the face mm. but on the back like how you how you know in primary school you slap your classmate on the back and, make, ah, ah, and yeah, it's very yeah. painful yeah. but to see a guy like full grown man do it on a girlfriend who's wearing her, her bare back dress and everything wow. then like, and then she's crying and obviously in, in distress like, right? When, when, when he started to do that and started shouting at her then everyone in the, uh, around started noticing and they started like going up to the guy and then the guy was like, you know, probably asking him to fuck off or something. And then I also wanted to step in. I was across the road. La, so that, that was the one thing that prevented <laughs> me. Because, but then, then suddenly... So you heard it from across the road? Yeah, I was across the road. I, I was oh, waiting for someone. Uh. Then I saw that happening. Then next thing I know, like four or five people started accosting the guy and beating the shit out of him. And, and like, I think the girlfriend was just standing by the side. She didn't know what to do or she was trying to stop, break it up. But in that case, right, like, you know who's who's in the right and who's in the wrong, uh. So it's a it's a very big it's a very big uh, question mark, uh. Like, what if the guy ends up dying from being beaten up with these four or five yeah. people? But he was just assaulting his own girlfriend, uh, Just before that. Yeah, because <laughs> wow, like how 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 to? I can't even imagine them trying to navigate this man. Because yeah, like if you Google citizens arrest, there's like there's no clear law. I think because it's such a vague thing. Because ultimately, these people are trying a good deed. Yeah, uh, trying to do a good deed. Uh, ended up killing this person but let's say if you I mean let's say if you are scolding someone for doing something or, or if it's just verbal and the guy gets yeah. a heart attack yeah. uh, let's say I mean I've told people off for cutting queue yeah. or what other things like but it's uh, okay right? but you never cross the physical boundary right like you never I mean you score I mean it can't be your sliver touches him and causes a heart attack or anything like that right? <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> or your breath is so strong that it causes a heart attack right so you never cross the physical boundary, so that's still okay. Yeah. But 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 yeah. When oh, I guess when it pass, when it crosses the physical boundary. Yeah. Because yeah, when you, I mean, I'm guessing this guy he he's 46 years old, the the guy who died lah. Yeah. He ran 500 meters, sprinted, and probably in that somewhere in there something happened lah. You know, heart attack or he couldn't breathe. So, but then then in that case also the person's not crossing the physical line. All they're yeah. making him do is run. Yeah, but maybe but that's the thing. Like maybe he was just really out of breath, and then being pressed on the ground, he couldn't breathe. Or he had some airway blockage or something because he was vomiting in his his mouth. Wow. So yes. so that that's where like yeah how do you how do you draw the line for these things, and and is I think it's especially important because I mean last week we just talked about this issue of the PMD ban yeah. right yeah and just this past seven days alone we've seen a lot of cases where pedestrians and PMDs are fighting where pedestrians are whipping out their handphones to take uh, videos of the PMD mm. the the people are still riding PMDs on footpaths. And then the PMD users are also uh, conversely angry with pedestrians for doing that. La. Yeah. So everyone's like sort of like trying to take the law into their own hands in some ways. La. But uh, okay, so, so I guess that's a good reminder that 
if you see someone riding a PMD on a footpath, right, that is not, do not do a citizen's arrest on him because they'll probably get you in trouble. That's true. Yeah, there was someone who tackled a, a PMD, it? yeah, a, a, <laughs> someone riding a PMD and I think that person fell and, and hit the head or something. Oh my God. So it's a, it's a, it's a really, it's a very great rest. So yeah, I mean, it, that thought has crossed my mind as well. Maybe I should stop all these PMD before on the footpath and remind them. But technically, technically now it's still not a full ban yet, right? Right, you can give. I mean, that yeah. right now there's the the warning phase, right? Yeah. Where I guess you need to be in a position of authority to warn them, lah. Yeah. Right? So maybe come January first, you'll see these vigilantes who just fucking prowl the streets of Singapore and like whack the shit out of all these PMD PMD riders, Then we'll be like Hong Kong and that, basically. Wow, wow, that's oh. a that's a whole other whole oh. other podcast, yeah. Our, our, our war is against PMD PMD users, is it? Yeah. In in a slight digress, one thing I saw today, like, like Hong Kong is. Fucking like it's going crazy. Like the protesters have their own weapons, like almost going medieval with bricks, yeah. arrows, catapults. They're stealing javelins, and then the 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 police has has the more traditional military gear, la. Yeah. But yeah, that's a whole different topic, uh. In Singapore, so, we have PMD users. Who yeah, are, PMD users and wearing, phones. They're wearing uh, face masks now. Yeah, the most recent uh, video that that went viral was about this PMD rider approaching this couple at a bus stop and accusing them of staring at him yeah. for riding the PMD. Yeah. So it's okay. There are certain things that are grey, but this one was clearly black and white for me, like, This guy was totally jumping to conclusions based on whatever evidence was there, yeah. and he was almost kind of accusing them for something. Like, if he says they are staring at him, that means he was staring at them. Yeah, exactly. Right? Maybe he's just very good looking. That's why they're looking at him. But he, his whole face was covered. Oh, yeah, he was like wearing with, a face mask. With sunglasses, yeah. face mask, you can't see anything. And he's just holding the phone in front of this couple and saying stuff like, you know, the PMD on the pathways are, is a problem between me and LTA. You all stay out of it. <laughs> so what would you do if you saw someone like riding fast on a PMD? I mean, for now... I, w- I mean, I won't see anything. If he's riding fast, I'm not going to stop him. Like, hey, well, no. you stare at him. Of course, I stare at everyone. Dude. Your eyes your eyes so big. <laughs> yeah, uh, it right. says Across a the more. road, you can fucking see me staring yeah. at you. For right? me, I'll, I'll stare at him, but with my very small, slitty <laughs> eyes. And then they won't even know that I'm staring at him. No, them. then you need to put the, you know, the, the glasses with the fake eyes on it. Yeah. <laughs> you put it on, then you follow them. Uh. I mean, I, w- I would just, I mean, to me, it's like, okay, they, they, they are also in a, the PMD riders are caught in a, in a middle where they are still adjusting, so okay lah. But January second onwards, yeah, then we see. Yeah. I think even earlier than January second lah. I think for me maybe give it one or two more weeks. After that, it's like then I really give the stinky eye. The, really. the stinky eye. Yeah. The really stinky eye. Maybe even a comment uh, like, "Hey, isn't it banned?" Or that kind of thing. Uh. But going back to the whole thing about the citizens' arrest. I mean, if I were to ask you if you saw someone taking an obscure photo and walking away, what would you do? Uh. Probably would uh, try to call the police. Yeah. And maybe not chase the guy. Maybe tail the guy uh, such that I can point out to the police where who he is or where he is uh, before he runs away. Lah. Oh. Because I, I, I guess the moment you give chase or you try to catch him or something, then you sort of put yourself at, at risk as well. Lah. Not not just risk of, of, you know, like injuring him, then you get in trouble, but injuring yourself. Because, you know, like you read the article, right? The guys mm. who chased down this forty-six-year-old man, one of them even sprained his ankle doing it. Wow. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I mean, to add injury to insult, uh, or insult to so, injury. Yeah. So is is the Singapore police force or the authorities? Do they? I mean, okay. Let's say if you were to take a photo of the guy who took the upskirt. Yeah. Is that enough evidence for the police to track down? Yes, right. 
And some more now with the Huawei P30, fucking from your own house also, you can yeah. scan down into the... Probably, the, with facial recognition, I think Because that might be another approach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess unless yeah. unless the guy is beating that person up or, or raping someone or something, then immediate intervention is needed. Mm-hmm. Actually, but, that's a damn good use of te- technology you just suggested, huh? Yeah. Like, like run up to the guy take like seven photos of him yeah. from all do angles a, <laughs> then they'll do like a facial reconstruction digitally do a panoramic shot everything <laughs> and then just fucking like uh, portrait portrait yeah, mode Use <laughs> <laughs> the new iPhone 11 run up to him then okay thank you bye yeah the then POTD shot uh, pervert of the day shot yeah then don't chase him just, just let him be then after that let the police sort that out himself yeah because himself. there's definitely enough uh, I mean Singapore's not a small not a big country uh, I don't think we are at the level of China where they can track down even the way you walk. Uh, yeah. But I think it should be enough. Right? Yeah, actually, that's a that's a damn good idea. Like maybe yeah. that's what... Uh, like, you know all those molest posters that you see around, like, if you get molested, call for help. Yeah. And maybe it should be... If you get molested, you should take out your phone and take photo of the guy from it, several different angles. But the thing is, <laughs> but the thing is, the whole take photo of an offender is really <laughs> what people do. Right? And maybe they they overdo it also, right? Like, yeah. they take photos of everything nowadays. Yeah. So, so oh, it's, it's a tricky thing. Like, the main thing is, yeah, if you see someone taking an upscale photo, you should do something. Like. What you do, I don't know. Like, like okay, may, oh, definitely yeah. call the police. Yeah. Uh, take a photo of that person. Take uh, a photo of the person who took a photo. The upscale photo. Yeah. <laughs> That's the irony. It's a chain of photos. <laughs> Just yeah. don't take an upscale photo of that person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like the revenge. Oh, fuck, the yeah. revenge, revenge photo. Like you said to the police, it's all... Okay. <laughs> Okay, then they're even already. Yeah, they're just even. even yeah. <laughs> Can you search your database of uh, undergarments and, and find the, the person in question? <laughs> oh, allow it, this whole thing. I mean, and uh, like even the one thing, do you remember last time? Okay, this is not, uh, it's, I guess it's anytime you have to intervene in the personal space of someone else, it's always a jump. Like. Yeah, it is. Do you yeah. remember that one time we were on escalator? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, Correct. okay, that, this is not a, 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 that wasn't a crime, but, Okay, so what happened was me and Terence were on the escalator at an MRT station and the person in front of me, yeah. uh, she was wearing a dress that uh, showed her... Or, I mean, I guess it was, it, it's, it's obvious that she knew that her bra was showing. Yeah, it's almost like a bareback dress, right? But yeah. the label, the, the price tag was there. Price tag was still hanging off the back of her bra. Yeah, right? yeah. and me and Terence were behind the escalator and we were having like a silent debate. Should we tell, should we not tell, should we tell, should we not tell? Yeah. And in the end, Terence stepped up and told her like, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't invade a person. I just said, "Oh, excuse me. I think the price tag is still hanging off the back of your, on your back, uh. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like go into specifics of what it was. Yeah. But uh, so I think for me at that point in time, yeah, I was like, like, "Okay, I I don't think we should because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a it's a fine line. Exactly, it's a fine exactly. line. And admittedly, you have to admit that when you told her that, she did look a bit. Yeah, shocked. Yeah, a yeah. bit shocked, right? Yeah. So then we were thinking because it's all about kind of intervening in other people's affairs. Mm. Uh, and that one, uh, I mean, she could, if she accused us of staring at her back, I mean, it's she has a point. Uh. Yeah, she has a point. Yeah. But we weren't staring and yeah. it was almost, maybe it seemed like we were staring because we were having a debate like, should we tell, should we not tell? Yeah. Uh, and that is something that I think was is one of those grey areas. Like. So my defense was that I felt, okay, it's not a life and death situation. When she goes home, she takes it off, she will realize, oh shit, I had the price tag. Yeah. So, okay, let's just um, leave it at that. But how I justified it was that, you know, like when you go and eat at a, you eat lunch at a restaurant, then yeah. you got like grain of rice and you edge of your mouth. 
and like be out of courtesy or you know it's not a life and death situation nobody tells you so you walk <laughs> on to your job interview or go back to your office to, or you go and meet your girlfriend or your date and you still got that grain of rice on the edge of your mouth but then you see they'll be like why the hell didn't anybody tell me no, this no but then you see the grain of rice when you yeah. are talking to me I am looking there this is uh, like her back yeah but we, she was right in front of us on the escalator so my, my eye level was like at that level, you see. So it's something I can't help noticing or so. Okay, but let's say you are standing on steps and someone is uh, like escalator and for some reason they're facing the other way and they're staring at your crotch. You know they're staring at your crotch or looking at the eye level of your crotch, but they tell you, yo, dude, I was just looking at your crotch. It's still unsettling. Right? Yeah, like if there was a price tag there, yeah, I mean, then I would appreciate <laughs> that. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, shit, yeah, price tag. You know, it so, okay, yeah. so this is something we also ask our friends about because even for me right now, I'm still conflicted whether or not my approach or Terence's approach was the best. We did come across the best solution. Yeah, which is somewhere in between. Yeah, somewhere in between, which was fucking brilliant, which we did not think of at that point in time, was to tell a female in the vicinity to tell the girl. Yeah. Yeah, correct. so that is undoubtedly both of us, hands down, okay, that's the that winner. That was the best solution. Yeah, but, that was the best solution. We, we, I think basically we are just two guys caught in that situation and we're like, oh shit, you know, like, yeah. you know, do, we, do we just be, you know, people and just tell, or do we have to differentiate as men and women and all that. And I think, you know, in retrospect, probably it's better to, you know, do the inter- have an intermediary do it. Lah. Yeah. Kind of like this case, lah, like if they, rather than actually like pin down the guy and all. But the difference the is, police. that one we had like a 15 second escalator ride to make a decision. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> she, she was not going anywhere, we were not going anywhere. We were all on the left. We weren't in a hurry, so we weren't overtaking everyone. Yeah. But we had that window to think. Uh, in a situation yeah. where someone's taking an upskirt and leaving, right? Wow. Fuck, that, that is... I mean, that, that's de- definitely very clear-cut also. How yeah. you do it is the next question. Uh, yeah, you could argue that if the guy starts running off, should you run after him? Because you can't get your photo. Right? Yeah, that's the, I, I guess that's the the part la, where where it's a very tricky thing. Where, because then after you caught him, you know, how do you pin him down? Do you like do the thing where you put your knee on his back and all that? Because that, that can be pretty... Can, can constrict your breathing quite a bit. Yeah. So so or maybe the the guy was MMA trained or something and he put him in a leg lock or some shit and yeah and I hope they check his bad. phone to verify there's a photo. I Not hope, saying yeah. that he didn't, but to read like to to use another personal experience I had where I was on the train and it was fucking crowded. Yeah. So I was checking my phone yeah. and you know like when you are, when it's crowded you put your phone kind of low so that your elbows are straight your arms are straight and you're just looking at it from a distance mm. and then the the train break broke uh, no, break suddenly and my phone hit the ass of the woman in front la. Yep. Uh, we actually that was one of our first videos we made of me recounting it but in that instance she turned around and I think she thought I grouped her ass Yeah. and with something pointy as well which doesn't yeah. doesn't reflect well on me and last time your phone was what model phone was uh, it? Was I think it, it was I think it was the HTC fucking Android oh, so, so always causing problems it was a solid yeah it was, it was a, a solid, solid phone solid, uh-huh. but all phones are solid right no, I, I, mean, I just say in contrast to something like small and it wasn't your hand, your hand wasn't covering the whole phone. Or oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It, it, but the she, phone was jutting out. But la, she would right? have felt a poke. Yeah, yeah, so, but it was so stiff and hard, it must have been your phone, right? it couldn't have been your hand. Right? I mean, it could have been something else. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should use that as your defense. It was, was it hard? It was very yeah. hard, you know, it wasn't yeah, my hand. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Was it huge and big? <laughs> then uh, it wasn't pointy? me. Yeah, yeah, then it wasn't me, then it wasn't me. <laughs> So, but it's, yeah, so this whole thing about being a citizen vigilante, oh, pros and cons, man. Yeah. What, what would you have done in that situation? The upskirt? Yeah. Um, I, I honestly would, I would have tailed him for a bit while I think through it, first of all. I would have taken a photo 
And then, yeah, I wouldn't have approached him. Like, because if you ask, if you approach someone and say, hey, do you just take an upskirt photo? Who the fuck would say yes? Right? Yeah. So yeah. ultimately, it's going to become an altercation. And if he starts running off, then I have to run after him. I think, like what you suggested, tailing him and just calling the police, taking a photo would be the best thing to do. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I think the, the Singapore Kindness Movement, they came out and said that, you know, uh, the Samaritan yeah, laws or something, we, right? We shouldn't, we don't want people to be so worried about what would happen yeah. if they actually saw a crime being committed and, and actually had to think about stepping forward to do something. Because yeah. I think in, in our society, as it is really Singaporeans, we we are all glued to our phones all the time. And when shit happens around us, there's barely any reaction. Yeah, And, and sometimes that's not good. Right? You know, when, when, when you, someone's in distress or what, and you, and you should step forward to help them. Uh, so to me, it's just a very unfortunate situation that these five people will have to go through but um, yes, yeah, so yeah can you yeah. imagine you try to do something good and you ended up ending someone's life yeah no, so imagine like Holy that shit. guy what if that guy who died has a family or has kids or married or something then, yeah like what do you how do you how do you live with that right you know yeah it's a shitty situation uh. and yeah. do they even know whose upskirt photo it was I mean they they might have witnessed it the, the, the victim the victim or something holy shit so there might be someone out there who had her photo taken without her knowledge that ultimately... Oh, you mean the... The person who had the upskirt oh, photo taken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be, be even worse, right? Then you don't know. Yeah. You can't verify. So this, this is just a horrible story on all, all accounts. And I mean, the upskirt photo, it's not, uh, like, it's not like a rape or something, you know? It still yeah. feels like something that can be, I don't know, counseled or he will definitely, she should be punished. But to fucking die, holy shit, man. And you yeah. can't blame the five people. Yeah, my God. So, <laughs> I mean, dude, this week there was just a whole bunch of citizens taking shit into their hands, man. There was one story of Hai- the guy at Haiti Lao. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Fuck, right. It was a few days ago at three twenty-five a.m. at a Clucky branch of Haiti Lao, which yeah. is now I think the biggest hotpot chain in the world. Uh, I recently went there for the first time a few months ago. I was actually pleasantly surprised because I'm not a fan of hotpot yeah. or any restaurant where I have to cook my own fucking food. So the format of Haiti Lao is you get all your food at your table with the hotpot. And then there's this sauce counter, which the I think sauce. is more the selling point, like the yeah. sauce, the yeah. sauce counter. It is, it is it's more than like a selling point. It's like the it's thing like, that makes Haiti Lao. It's like basically before your, your food actually comes, right? You yeah. spend the time to craft your own yeah. sauce at this count, huge counter. It is, it is super interesting. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They, had, they had like recipes for the different sauces, but it's, I think what, 20, 30 condiments that you just mix into like whatever orgasmic yeah. uh, sauce you want. Yeah. So there's normally... Uh, a line there so apparently what happened was there was this guy who was in line eating from his bowl mm. and he put the bowl down on the counter when it was his turn when he got access to the thing and yeah like a used bowl there while he took another bowl to make his sauce mm. so someone behind him said uh, just told him hey can you remove your bowl like, it's unhygienic yeah. Yeah. and the guy said uh, yeah I'll do it after I make my sauce yeah. so the guy behind what he did apparently in the article uh, and I quote was he was fuming he took the guy's neck and fucking took a bowl of his own sauce and fucking sprayed <laughs> it into the guy's face. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, that I do not feel bad about laughing my ass off at it the whole way that when I read it. And every iteration of the article of the incident I read across any newspaper just makes me burst out laughing. It's so ridiculous. Either he was that eager for his sauce. No, I mean, he, he really cared about the hygiene of the of the place, maybe. But the guy was going to take his bowl after that, right? No, but but as in, I think what the guy was angry about was the, that... The, unused, the, the used bowl? Yeah, right? used bowl was sitting so close to all the condiments. Maybe 
like there was dripping stuff dripping from it or something. But so, <laughs> just felt like okay, you say once, the next step <laughs> level two, fucking pop oh. sauce in the guy's face. Maybe I mean the, the the maybe we need to know the full context. Like how many people were in line behind him, and, and maybe they were all pissed off with that guy. So as well. apparently, this incident was caught on CCTV. Yeah. So if anyone out there, if you work for Heidi Lau <laughs> and you have access to this, please just send it to us. We won't share it. It's just for me and Terence to watch and laugh our heads off, lah. Like. Yeah. But apparently, they needed to be separated by two other customers, and the guy uh. ended up paying a four thousand dollar fine. Yeah. So so yeah, that's the thing. I mean, uh, at the although the guy resorted to violence, he was trying to do something. Yeah. That was very woke. <laughs> exactly. You know, about hygiene and, and about holy shit. About please be nice to others. Please please be considerate to others. But uh, yeah, never ever go too far <laughs> and get physical. I think that's that that's the line you once the moment you actually touching another person, uh, then oh it, it starts God. to get scary. I mean, maybe he just got carried away with a sauce. Uh. He needed to put his sauce or something. Uh. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Uh. Oh, what the fuck, man? Or maybe he was defending his wife's honor because his or his girlfriend was or waiting for the sauce. Or maybe he got very sick the that. last time he went to Haiti oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, was exactly. traced back to someone's <laughs> use bowl that was near the condiments. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It, considering oh God. the mala and everything, I'm sure that was the prime reason why why he might. Can have you imagine sick. if you work at Haiti Lao, you're the manager of that branch, and you your most urgent incident is this customer who bought sauce on another customer who was making his own sauce. Wow, I would love if that right at that point there was a you know the dancing noodle. Yeah. And then a the guy comes <laughs> and he whips. He okay, whips him. Tie them up with the noodle. <laughs> That would be the best thing ever. That that is one citizen's arrest that we would love to see. <laughs> and everyone just takes a different condiment and pours like so, shame, 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 <laughs> shame. Fucking ginger, chili, mala, all just put mala on the face. Oh, wow, that would be classic. At three twenty-five a.m. at Clarky, yeah. So you can assume that they were out clubbing, and uh, uh, yeah. maybe alcohol was a part of the problem as well. Yeah, that's when that's when the magic hour. When that's when the magic hour. So I guess bottom line is. Uh, if you see something wrong in public, do something. Uh, but just be careful what you do, and always yeah. think about the best way to do it, yeah, I think I think what Harish suggest, suggested earlier was actually quite smart, lah, To use technology to your benefit, you know, just take a lot of photos of the person so that he is easily identifiable. Yeah, you time. got ultra zoom, you got all the Instagram <laughs> filters, <laughs> you know, change, 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 change. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, putting that on Instagram yeah, with like a boomerang and everything. Yeah, harness social media, yo. So if you, yeah, if you see someone taking upskirt video, take a secret video of him doing the upskirt thing. Yeah. Then you are set. Then you have evidence in your favor. Wow, that line with the with the with the upskirt and the themes of sexual misconduct sets the perfect segue for the for the goofy topic of this week. Uh. Which is which is. So there is this feature called Grab Hitch, which is offered by Grab, the ride sharing app where I think as long as you have a car that you drive, you can offer to hitch passengers who are going the same way. Uh. Yep. So what you do is I think you enter your end journey and when people are looking for a hitch, they will pair you up and you agree on a rate or something like that. I have heard before that if you're a female passenger uh, and if you have a profile picture on your Grab and if you're attractive, it makes getting hitch drivers uh, uh, easier. Yeah. Because uh, apparently hitch drivers tend to be more male than female. Mm-hmm. I've tried using hitch a few times and I've never fucking gotten a hitch driver. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. yeah. So so it's already set up for some, some worrying uh, uh, um, conduct. So what happened at, uh, at the end of October was some uh, someone who was sick of of getting harassed by Grab Hitch drivers that started a Telegram group uh, called um, Hitch, uh, a female only uh, Hitch group, 
which was basically I mean it's it's not a private group so anyone can join but what she yeah it's called SGH female drivers riders so mm-hmm. is that there is for if you're a female looking for a female driver or just a safe space for getting hitch drivers you put your request there and then someone will, will pair you up lah so I think in a week it got five thousand members and it's gotten a lot of positive responses uh. so then there, there was examples just to justify why or not not say justify. Uh, people on the group were sharing samples of sexual harassments and dick pics that women received from hitch drivers in the past. Uh. Yeah. And it's just, it's so ridiculous, man. I mean, just to read excerpts of conversations. Uh, so you get a, a fair share of people trying to uh, courteously, as courteously as they can, try and make friends with the hitch drivers. Mm-hmm. And it's it's weird. So the guy would say, uh, agree for... Uh, like the female would say, oh, okay, what time? Now, okay, Bangalore 21, let me know when you reach. Are you single by any chance? And mm. it's just as, as overt as that. Uh. Then they start chatting. Um, when the girl, when one, some other girl said, but I don't need a driver anymore, thank you. The driver replied, but I'm here to make friends with you. And then of course you get dick pics getting sent and it's just fucking ridiculous. Like just, uh, they're chatting, deciding location and the guy says, okay, do you like to have sex? Another guy offers a free of charge. Then the, the the female passenger says, "Oh no, uh, I'll, I'll pay." Then he said, "Don't worry, I give free, but you got to suck my dick afterwards." So to clarify, that it means on hitch, the your phone number gets shared to the yes. the driver and everything. Yeah, so so it's a bit weird. I I remember a f- like uh, last year or something, my friend first told me about it, and I was blown away because your name is there, your profile picture is there, and I think your number as well. Mm-hmm. So it just sounds like wow, this is a platform where a lot could go wrong. Yeah, I think it can provide a lot of benefit, but this was just fucking ridiculous because I've I've always wondered like the rationale for sending dick pics. Yeah. Like uh and and the just just like who in their right mind if if you ask a chat uh, a girl who you never know just say do you like to have sex want to have sex now and she says yes. Yeah. I think that probably sounds like danger for yourself. Mm. Who the fuck would say yes? And and what what are the odds out of every man who has asked the question cold right? I wonder how many people have actually gotten a positive response. I think there was a YouTube video where they asked 100 strangers for sex before yeah. on the streets. And but basically, they got zero yeses. I think <laughs> if you're a girl, you'll get more yeses. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, more likely, yeah. Yeah, if you're a guy, yeah. So that that is also... Well, the the. I mean, again, I, I guess there's a lot of... No, it's a, it was a Seinfeld stand-up thing, right? Like the... Basically, the dick is like a. We, this was even before dick pics. He's uh-huh. just saying that nobody wants to see like a naked guy. It's just aesthetically not pleasing. Yeah. Like uh, you know, uh, female body parts, everything. They're much more aesthetically pleasing than a guy's like dick pic or anything. So it's like why why even send this thing as if it's meant to be enticing or anything. Yeah. So right? my rationale is that okay, uh, if you imagine the the psychological. Uh, journey that your mind goes through from the time you meet a girl to the time you end up having sex with a girl. At yeah. some point, she will see your penis. La. Yeah. So it's almost like, okay, if I like girl, girl sees pe- my penis means girl likes me. Yeah. So if you just boil it down to the fundamentals of that, right? Yeah. It kind yeah. of means that as long as a girl sees your penis, she's interested in you. La. So you short circuit the... You the short circuit, yeah, thing. exactly. <laughs> you have point A, point B, like point A and point uh, X. La. Yeah. You have a lot of steps in between. But one of those steps is the girl seeing your dick. La. Yeah. There's a lot of steps before, a lot of steps after. But if you just think about, okay, there's a girl I like, as long as she sees my dick, 
it means she likes me. Yeah. And that's the rationale for the dick pic. La. But but what, what I found very interesting about this story was that the ladies uh, seem to have taken the the matter into their own hands. Uh, when yeah. they shared all these stories and dick pics with yeah. each other. It's almost like empowering each other to like, okay, you know, uh, let's take the harassment out of this this whole receiving of and a dick joke pic. about it uh. joke about it share it and then warn each other about it uh. yeah and, and in that telegram group I think they've also set up another group for the hitch blacklist yeah. so anyone who has a hitch driver like who sends them lewd shit or lewd comments just put them in the in the group yeah which I think is great uh. yeah and so I've heard uh, like uh, because of, last time we had a friend who, of ours who said as a guy he also received he's received like solicita- solicitations and dick pics from, from other guys as well is it probably a good looking guy yeah good looking guy okay good looking tall guy uh-huh. everything. and uh, his response was to go on google ty- type in dick pics yeah. and then after that copy and paste and <laughs> send back some send back more dick pics to the other person and then the other person be like oh that's nice and then after that, after after sending a few then they realize oh shit He's not sending his own dick pics. He's but sending the, random dick the, pics. The tricky thing there is that if it's a guy receiving dick pics from another guy, yeah. chances are that the guy sending the dick pics is gay, la, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. H- higher likelihood. So, but I think extrapolating that, if you're a girl getting dick pics from a, what you would assume a heterosexual guy, right? Yeah. The best defense is just Google and send another dick pic, dick pic yeah. back. Because the one thing that repels heterosexual guys is the picture of another dick. Oh really? <laughs> I mean, think about it, la. Like, like what you said, dicks yeah, not la. not please, not aesthetically not aesthetic, pleasing. As, not aesthetically pleasing. I think it's one of those things that yeah, la, Like you go army, you go shout. The last thing you want to see is someone's dick, la. Yeah. So if you yeah. ever get a dick pic as a female, yeah, I mean, if you want to really freak that person out, send them like just Google big black dick, whatever dick, black white dick, brown dick, yellow dick, everything, uh, and just send them a rainbow of dicks, uh. This is just a suggestion. Uh. We're not asking everyone to. <laughs> yeah, correct. We're not trying to <laughs> encourage people to send dick pics to each other. What I'm we're just trying saying, to, we're just saying, if you get a dick pic, <laughs> fight fire with fire, man. Fight fire with fire, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is <laughs> just a, make sure that the dick pic you send doesn't have the person's face in it. Because the yes, last thing correct, you want yeah. is Google someone's face uh, and dick and sending it together. Like. Or, or yeah, don't don't go and ask your friend to take a dick pic and send to you. Yeah, correct. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Use existing yeah. dick pics. Somehow, don't create yeah. more dick don't, pics. Don't create more. There's <laughs> yeah. enough out there already. Recycle. Just recycle yeah, and recycle, reuse. Recycle, reuse. Recycle, reuse. It's like a tote bag. Yeah. The three hours. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't create more trash. Don't create more dick pics Yeah, there, correct, you know? correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, um, yeah, this points to a larger problem. Like, all this, recently there was that whole SG Nasi Lamak telegram group where where guys were sharing lewd photos of, of women and everything mm. like that, right? Yeah. And I and then I've heard recently, because uh, I, sometimes I hear this from my wife as well, that with Singaporean women, they have interest groups on Telegram and all, mm. say for certain types of clothes and all that. And then they they share photos of themselves trying on these clothes mm. in these groups. Uh. And then one day, like in one of these groups, they discovered that some one of the ladies had added her husband into the group or something oh like that. Oh my God. And suddenly, uh, like everyone was like, "What the fuck?" And it, although there were no, there's no nude pics or anything, but just the existence of one guy in a group that was assumed to be all female just freaked the shit out of everybody, la. So, so it's um, it's quite a, uh, you know, technology nowadays is kind of scary, la, In the sense that, yeah, la, like dick pics make they're so easy to be distributed, and then like even your own pics that you think you're sharing with a group of girls or that, right, could easily be leaked out to someone. Then someone takes that and then puts them in the SG Nasi Lemak group, which is like all lewd oh photos and all. Oh my God. So it's like, 
yeah la, that's why we, we say the cycle of dick pics don't go and like create new shit and put it out there because a lot of stuff that a lot of photos you're taking on Instagram and all that right now could be used for other purposes. There uh. was way remember way back in like when we were teenagers, there was yeah. this website called SG Boys and SG Girls. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was like that, I think yeah. back then they used to scan these printed out yeah, photos of yeah. like from your school magazine of all these chobus and yeah, hot yeah. guys. So it was fucking freaky back then, but now now imagine the 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 next levelness of it is man. Yeah. Wow. Is it, yeah, so it is. Did, 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 did your wife ask that person why she added her husband? No, I think it was a collective group. Like, okay, from now on, nobody, no guys are allowed in this chat. No, but the re- when she added the husband... Because the husband said he was buying for his... his he wants to buy this certain brand for his wife. He wants to... He, he's also interested in the new releases that they're discussing. He wants to... Because they, they exchange and trade clothes in that forum as well, you see. So oh, that sounds... Oh, that's weird, yeah. I mean, can't he get yeah. it through his like, wife? Exactly, I mean, exactly. You would also think as a guy, would you want to enter an all-female group that is yeah. focused on fashion and clothing? Yeah, even if you're vouched for by someone, I think yeah, there's general discomfort knowing that there's yeah. a guy who could be seeing the photos of ladies trying on these clothes in the, you know, you know those photos in the dressing room and stuff like that. Yeah. That they take, you know, it's just a, Something to think about, like as long as much as technology connects everyone and makes it easier to find, you know, interest groups and stuff like that, you kind of got to be careful about where your where your information. That's and the thing about uh, ch- children, also, right? That's a mm-hmm. big problem on YouTube and Facebook, where you get yeah. all these innocent photos of children, yeah. um, being siphoned off and shared in child pornography rings. Yeah, exactly. And I think earlier this year there was a big case in YouTube where, like, you get in the comments of children videos, like a children doing gymnastics or playing mm. in the in the yard people would timestamp the the parts of the video that Ew. showed the children in compromising positions like it's fucking is and how how like youtube was struggling to regulate that so yeah. i think what they did was they through the algorithm they disable comments on all videos of children mm. which is one of those blanket bans thing yeah. but now i think the recent update for facebook is they are in some controversy because i think in the past week they removed like 11 million pieces of or, or 11 million posts that uh, have to do uh, or like are right for child pornography or something mm. but then earlier this year Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg came out and said okay privacy is going to be a big focus for Facebook and then the government said wait you're already a platform that facilitates all this kind of criminal stuff and yet you're making it harder to detect so Facebook is also in a tough position la. Yeah. but yeah. basically anything you put online you just got to be careful la. yeah you got to be careful so that's why this this story of this um this hitch riders group where they, they warn each other. I think I guess that's a good use of the technology. Yeah. Then rather than use it to share photos of themselves or of, of yeah, dick pics. But also like the hitch drivers themselves, if your identity is already somewhat public, why the fuck would you send your dick pic? Like I guess the it's rationale like there is like because you're also if you're gonna be earning from this I mean you you do it's not just a random number you got. It's through an app, through a company. Yeah. It just blows my mind, man. But hitch drivers are not... A lot of them, they just do it as like a side thing. It's on their way to work or something like but that. But chances are the chat, if they're chatting through the app, unless this is through Telegram, like if they're chatting yeah. through the Grab hitch app, yeah. maybe they don't... Yeah, they probably don't send their dick pics yeah, there. Because uh, like the Grab servers, maybe they have like just thousands <laughs> of dick pics on their servers. That's, like. where, that's where I think Grab, they need to come up with some algorithm <laughs> yeah. to, to detect dicks. <laughs> And every time every month they'll be them. in their monthly meeting they'll be like okay guys we had 126 <laughs> dick pics uh, deleted from our servers this month and that's 20% more than last <laughs> month so <laughs> we are seeing a team. spike in, in dick pics <laughs> uh, or a uh, 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 decline so that's good 
That's a Monday morning. Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> My God, a lot of a uh, lot of a uh, taboo topics discussed today. Upskirts, dick pics. Yeah. So if you have thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, if you have your hands on the CCTV video of the 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 duel at Haitilao, please do message us. Yeah. We always like hearing from you guys. Yeah. Uh, and if you have, if if you do like the podcast, uh, and you think anyone you know might like it, please share it as well. Yeah, and this final segment that we always do yeah. at the end of the podcast is to talk about one shook thing of the week. One shook thing of the week. And what is your one shook thing? So my one shook thing of the week is uh, I recently heard the the latest single by Young Raja, mm. who is an up and coming uh, rapper from Singapore. I first met him on the set of Zombie Pura. This oh, was yes. before he experienced his meteoric rise within a year to become, I think, one of the top rappers in Singapore. Like, and, and he was as recently featured in the National Day Parade song. Oh, yeah. That's when you know you make it as a yeah. musician in Singapore. Yeah. NDP. Yeah. NDP. Him and Faris Jabba. Yeah. But, I mean, aside from that NDP thing, I think they both are super talented. And his latest song, Mad Blessings, I saw teasers of it online. And when I heard it, I was like, God damn, this is cool. Yeah. It's an awesome song. And I really like the video. Okay. Yeah. So check it out. Mad Blessings. Just what language is it? It's a mix of English and Tamil, uh, which okay, is what okay. I think him and Faris Jabba have been very smart about. He does Indian, uh, Tamil, English rap. Faris does English, Malay rap. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, because the thing about rap, I always feel if you're just in Singapore and you're trying to rap like how they do in the US, yeah. then it feels like it's not that, whereas they made it very unique on their own. Uh, I see, yeah, I so see. I really, and the video is pretty sick. I see. Yeah. Okay. So that's my one short thing of the week. Nice. What's uh, yours? My one shock thing of the week is, uh, I mean, it's a very standard thing, but uh, I enjoy watching tennis a lot. Mm. And just last night, or this or this morning at 4am, Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic squared off for a semi-final spot at the season-ending ATP Championships. And Roger Federer beat Novak Djokovic huh? in straight sets. Oh, His first victory over Novak Djokovic since 2015. So what? it's been like almost four years since Roger Federer beat no- Novak Djokovic. Oh, and this is a Grand Slam. Consider no, no, Grand it's not Slam. Grand Slam, but it's a season ending. The top eight players oh. come together. They play like two groups, like four and four, and then the top the top two in each group progress to the semifinals. Oh, shit. So, who is, so who's in the other semi? Um, I believe it's uh, Dominic Thiem uh-huh. who beat both Djokovic and Federer this week. And uh, on the other side is the Greek Tsitsipas and... Possibly Nadal, possibly... So, who, don't know whether Federer's going to play... Who, who Do we know who Federer's going to play? We we don't know yet, but what? the awesome what? thing was because Federer beat Djokovic, so it's confirmed that Nadal will end this year as world number one. Oh, and not shit! Djokovic. So, yeah, it's just... It's just uh, it's my one shock thing because we are really seeing the twilight of, of Roger Federer's career, but he's still such a big part of, you know, determining who's number one and... He's still such a big part of the conversation and that's such a it's really quite an inspiration for anyone, you know, who's like in their late 30s and just thinking about where, where they are in their lives and all oh, that. La. That's so romantic also because yeah. Federer and Nadal have always had a bromance and Djokovic is the outsider, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now Federer indirectly helped Nadal end off at yeah. number one. Yeah. So so yeah, it's just a very nice story and we don't have many we won't have many years of this left. Uh, so for, for me, it's my one shock thing to enjoy because he's still going to be playing the rest of this this week mm. until the weekend. So if you have a chance to watch it on TV, just go out there and support uh, this basically a a guy. legend. Yeah, he's in the twilight of his career. You won't see anything like that again. You know, basically three guys who are really at the top of the game and, and just like killing it oh, every time. That's point. crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So enjoy it. 
All right, that wraps up Yalabad this week, and we will see you next week. See ya. Peace.